Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week I am continuing on my, um, uh, in, in the past uh, few weeks ago, I said I, back in December actually, I said I would be in the future doing episodes on this podcast covering uh, film awards shows, so like Golden Globes, Screen Actors, Guild, BAFTA, and the Oscars when those happen as well. Uh, so, and I did say that those episodes would like come out like the day over the day after the results happened. But if like the nominations or the awards themselves take place on Monday, I will record the episode. I will record my thoughts and opinions about the winners on the Monday and release it the day of because that's when this podcast goes out each week. So this episode will be me uh, giving my op- thoughts and opinions on the Golden Globe uh, winners. As it sort of is, sort of, and sort of, I guess what it's, and sort of my opinions, I guess, on what it could mean moving forward with the awards season, in the sense that, and, so like, yeah, so this is just, so basically, I'm not going to really touch on TV, I'll sort of talk about any major surprises, uh, so, uh, like, Succession, winning Best Drama, I have not seen Succession, unfortunately, I know it's very good, but fair enough, I was surprised Ted Lasso didn't win Best Television Series, Musical, or Comedy, that was very surprising, especially considering it's, like, the big front runner. basically, the, 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 this upcoming Emmys and next year's Emmys when season three premieres. Uh, uh, then we had Underground Railroad winning for best miniseries or television film. I have not seen any of them fully. I started watching Impeachment of American Crime Story. I like the first two episodes. I've not finished it yet, so I will have to finish that. Then performances, eh, not really to bother. Jeremy Strong for Succession, fair enough. Would have been nice to to have Lee Jung Jae win for Squid Game because he was fantastic in that and should be getting every award for that performance, but he didn't. And there was uh, MJ Regress for Pose, which, I mean, I'm not really too bothered about the category. Then there was Jason Stakers winning for Ted Lasso. Not a surprise. Probably going to win the Emmy this year and next year. And there was Gene Smart for Hacks. Haven't seen Hacks. Apparently it's rather decent. Michael Keaton won for Dope Sick. Haven't seen. Heard that's very good. Uh, Kate Winslet won for Mayor of Easttown. I've heard that's very good. And yeah, then I was very happy to see this Oh Young Soo winning for Squid Game. I was super, super happy he won for that. I would have also been happy if Brett Goldstein had won for Ted Lasso, but I was, I'm was i very happy that <clears throat> Squid Game is getting, you know, like, awards recognition that it deserves. And, like, yeah. And then there's Sarah Snook for Succession. Again, I haven't seen Succession, so I can't really comment on that but succession with three globe wins and hacks with two so now i'm going to go through the film categories because that's what i'm a lot more familiar with and what i'm very much more interested in because i i've seen a lot of these movies i haven't seen all of them i will see i'll try and catch up on a lot of these films in preparation for the oscars so i'm you know as prepared as possible because i like because now that i'm really getting into films i like to be prepared for awards ceremonies and stuff so i like the best like i want to watch all the best picture nominees all the you know people who are eligible for best actor actress etc yes if you get that reference you are the best and i love you so i'm going to sort of work my way up so i'm going to start from like the bottom on the list of um 
like on the Wikipedia page, so it starts with best non English film or best foreign language film. I think they changed it like just for today. Uh, Drive My Car won, and I feel like that's the front runner for the Oscars after Titan will not get nominated, and I don't think Parallel Mothers is eligible because it wasn't submitted. And I don't really know about the other films, but I think Drive My Car is probably going to win the Oscar. It seems <clears throat> usually, not every year, but a lot of the time, the winner for Best Foreign Language Film at the Golden Globes will translate to the Oscar. You know, you've had Parasite, you've had Roma, you know. Those are the two, two most recent ones and the ones I can think of off the top of my head. I think, I think A Fantastic Woman probably would have won. I think it probably did win in 2017. It would have, well, 2018 Golden Globes for 2017 films. It's, um, so I'm talking very fast. I am, my throat is a bit sore, and I'm, I don't know why I'm talking very fast, actually. Sorry. But then, yeah, and so, yeah, so best non-English film, I've not seen any of them, unfortunately. I, I watched Titan, which you can hear me talk about in my, um, what I watched this month, December edition. I did not care for it. I will watch Drive My Car prior to the Oscars, and I'll try and watch a few other foreign language films so I can have a better, you know, understanding <clears throat> and sort of be more, like... So I'm not just saying, oh, I'm going to say Drive My Car because everyone else is saying, you know, I, I would like to watch it. But it is a three-hour film, and it's hard to commit to this. I mean, hell, films over two hours, I'm like, Jesus, this is a, you know, commitment. It's not even that I'm lazy or I get bored watching films, because I don't, unless they're boring films. Like, it, it's hard for me to try and get invested and be interested in watching a two-hour film. I don't know why. Every time I, every time I see a film, it's like an hour and a half, hour 40. I'm like, Min, you know, I'll go watch that. But something that's, like, longer, that's, like, an hour 50, I'm like, oh, God, it's got to take forever, you know. But I will watch Drive My Car prior to the Oscars, just you know it's a three-hour film then best animated feature Encanto one I was very glad about that uh, I think it's probably winning the Oscar even though Luca is Pixar so I, I can't I will not count out Luca because I, I never count out Pixar for the Oscar because they have the most wins in best animated feature they are pretty much unstoppable they've won like 12 of like 20 or something mental like that and i don't know if all are deserved but you know it it's like a, it's a statistic you know they win all the uh so i have not seen flea yet and i do want to see flea i'm aware i've heard flea is very very good and people are re really like flea and it's a really great film that i would really like to watch but it's you know I don't know if I can see it prior to... I mean, the Oscars are in March, so I could probably watch through it and... <clears throat> I could watch it and get the... and You know, watch it prior to... The Oscars, you know, a, a happening. I will try and watch it before then. So that I'm, you know, up to date with it. And as well as for documentary feature, because I have a feeling it'll probably get into documentary... And, I mean, possibly best for international feature as well. But I was very happy in Kanto won. I think it is the best animated film of the nominees and the second best I saw last year behind um, South Park post-COVID. The Return of COVID, which I discussed in my Review of the Year episode. So go check that out. But I 
Encanto of the, of the nominees should probably win the Oscar. It's the best one of all the category. It's the best, you know, film. I mean, I I, I liked Luca, but I thought it, it was a much... Because Soul, you know, for Pixar is one of the most... I mean, dark, I guess is the way to put it. Like, it's one of the more, like emotional i guess it's 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 one of the more adult themed ones because of sort of the concepts that soul deals with and it was nice to have a pixar film that's a lot more light and it's just you know these two kids who want to you know get a moped but you know i think that you know luca is not it's i mean i think most of pixar's output has been pretty good there's like three maybe four pixar films i act i actually don't like everything else is like mediocre to like amazing you know 10 out of 10 best films out you know but yeah very happy that encanto won and it sucks that they didn't submit a good song for best original song you could have nominated you know I forgot what it's called. Like, why? Why don't I? What I? What don't I do? Ne- what can't I do? Whatever. Like the the song. I've forgotten the name of it. I need to. Uh, but you know, like they didn't nominate. They didn't submit surface pressure. They didn't nominate. They didn't. You know, the family madrigal. They they didn't do. We don't talk about Bruno, which is objectively the best song in the film like pretty much everyone agrees it is the best song in the film and it wasn't submitted and that sucks because it is the best song and speaking of songs best original song went to no time to die from the billy eilish and Phineas o'connell for no time to die i am not really surprised it's gonna win the Oscar. I'm calling it right now, especially since they didn't submit a good Encanto song for best original song. That sucks. Uh, and then comparatively to the other nominees, it's probably the best one. The last two Bond songs have won best original song for Skyfall and Spectre. I believe it's called Writing on the Wall. I think it's Sam Smith's Writing on the Wall, and then. Adele Skyfall, which I think Skyfall was the best Bond song. That's not really relevant. Uh, I didn't dislike Billy. I didn't. I, I should listen to it again because I I didn't listen to the song prior to the film coming out. I waited until the film came out before I listened to the song. So maybe it was just sort of that context. I was a bit like, mm, you know. But I will have to listen to Oh Time to Die sort of independently of the film because I I when I saw the film I was sort of like, that's not really. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's just like... Yeah. I, I will listen to it again. But yeah, it's going to win the Oscar and probably should. I don't really remember Be Alive from King Richard. I I know which one Dos Origatas is from Encanto, but it's one of the weaker songs and they should have submitted a better song. Uh, I don't remember the song from Belfast, and I haven't seen Respect, so I can't comment on that. Best original score, Hans Zimmer for Dune. Hans Zimmer is winning the Oscar. Let's just be honest with ourselves. He is winning the Oscar. Like, 
And, and the reason why he's winning is because he's Hans Zimmer. He's won a singular Oscar in his time, which is mental that he's never won an Oscar. That he's only won an Oscar once for The Liking, which is probably his best work, I will admit. But The Liking is like the best score of his career. I like the Inception score. It's a decent score, but like The Lion King is the best score he's ever done. Dune was fine. It was a, it was a decent score. I don't know if it should win. I probably would put Yeah, Kanto is probably better. How Spider Man No Way Home should probably win, but it's not going to. But yeah, Hans Zimmer for Dune, pretty expected. I I would have been surprised if anything else happened. Now. On the best screenplay, Kenneth Branagh winning for Belfast. I was a bit surprised. Well, I wasn't. I kind of assumed it would be between Kenneth Branagh and Jane Campion. But I also thought Aaron Sorkin had a very good shot because the Golden Globes love Aaron Sorkin. They've given him three Golden Globes prior for The Social Network, Steve Jobs, and The Trail of the Chicago 7. And that's such a weird. Like, Social Network, he won the Oscar for. Very deserved his best screenplay and one of the best screenplays ever in my opinion Steve Jobs I haven't seen but it's such a weird choice for screenplay and to give it to that not to one of the you know the eventual picture wit best picture wins um and then Trailer Chicago 7 yeah it's a good screenplay and I was sort of expecting him to win for this honestly but he did not so the but yeah Kenneth Branagh uh, is probably winning I, I mean I was really like I predicted Sorkin but that was more just being cynical. But it will be between... But, like... And because of the Oscars, because Belfast is an original screenplay, so Brian is probably winning that, and Power of the Dog is an adapted, so Campion can win that. <coughs> so... At this point, Kenneth... So, Belf, Kenneth Brown and Jane Campion will be winning, but they put the screenplays together, so... It kind of made sense that one of them was going to win, but... At the Oscars, both will probably win. They're in separate categories. And then Best Director, I just assumed Kenneth Branagh would win. I had him for picture. He was probably my second for screenplay, so I was like, he's going to win director. He did not. Jane Campion won Best Director for The Power of the Dog. And that's interesting, because that puts her in a very good light to possibly win the Oscar. The Oscar. And make her the, what, third woman to win best director in history which is very surprising mass a bit disappointing that there's only been like what seven women who've been nominated for best director in nearly a hundred years but you know i think at this point jane unless you know something happens beforehand like i think kenneth Branagh could probably win the bafta because he's from the uk so they probably just give it to him i think i'm not even sure is, i don't actually know if he is english or not i need to see but i think he's got pretty i mean he, yeah he's british yeah okay yeah so he's probably gonna win the bafta i mean he's not english but he's british and i feel like they might just go for that and i feel like belfast could win best picture there but i guess we'll find out when the nominations come out i don't even know when they're coming out so but i'll have a thing out for that but Jane Campion is the front runner now for best director, and I think that yeah, she's she has a very good shot of winning at the Oscars. Can it happen? I mean, probably. I mean, I mean, it's Power of the Dog and Belfast in like 
the front runners for picture so i guess we'll find out you know as more awards ceremonies go forward like critics choice and pgas and dgas as well for director but yeah so jane campion winning for one for best director now moving on to the supporting performances Ariana DuBose for West Side Story and Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. These are pretty much the front runners now, and they're probably gonna win at the Oscars, unless something happens at like the SAGs and the BAFTAs and all that. Ariana DuBose is winning for West Side Story, and Cody Smith McPhee is winning for The Power of the Dog. There is possibilities, of course, other people taking their spot. Maybe Kirsten Dunst or Andrew Newellis for supporting actress, or maybe Troy Kotzer for Coda, and I mean, to be fair, either, maybe Jamie Dornan or Kieran Hines and Belfast could possibly take things over as well, depending on how the other upcoming awards ceremonies go, but at this point, I'm, I've got Ariana DeBose, West Side Story, and Cody Smith-McPhee for Power of the Dog in their supporting roles. I've got Best Performance in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, uh, Rachel Zegler winning for West Side Story, which is fair enough, that's who I <coughs> predicted. Because West Side Story is the biggest film of the nominees, and it's and it was and I was like it's probably going to be the one that's going to win for best motion picture musical or comedy. So it makes sense to give the award to Rachel Zegler, who was in West Side Story, even though she might not even get nominated for the Oscar. But it would be I I mean she's I mean she could get in for the Oscars. I don't think any of the other actresses nominated for best performance in motion picture musical comedy are gonna get nominated i don't think marianne cotillard or alana heim or jennifer lawrence or emma stone are gonna get nominated but i mean who knows stuff could happen something crazy could happen where emma stone in cruella gets nominated for best actress but i don't see it happening and then we had andrew garfield winning for tick tick boom fair enough he is the front runner for best act he of these nominees he is the closest to winning for best actor he was my personal favorite performance of the year lead like just leading supporting it doesn't matter male female doesn't matter he was my favorite performance of the year in tick tick boom and i mean I'm, i love andrew garford he's one of my favorite actors working right now and i was very happy that he won and to be fair unless if something ha if he wins like the screen actors guild or critics choice or something like that there's a very good chance he could sweep in and get the oscar and i think that could be really good and i would love if andrew garfield won but he's gonna have steep competition because will smith won for king richard as mo a lot of people said he would i said he would a lot of people have basically admitted and sort of assumed that like yeah will smith is the front runner for best actor and at this point i would be surprised you know, of course he can be toppled, you know, early front runners might not stay the same, but at the current time, I, I think Will Smith and King Richard is the front runner to win, but Andrew Garfield, if Andrew Garfield keeps picking up more wins at various award ceremonies, Andrew Garfield could be a big front runner to win as well. But Will Smith, obviously winning for best performance in a motion picture drama, and I'm not surprised. And then we had best actress. This was probably the biggest shocker of the night in terms of the film awards. Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, except it's not, is it? She's won five Golden Globes prior to this. I just assumed that they would give it 
to Kristen Stewart and Spencer as Princess Diana, or maybe Jessica Chastain as the eyes of Tammy Faye. But no, they gave it to Nicole Kidman because the Golden Globes award the same people every year. I was just hitting the mic there, and it just... And it's like, she was not even that good. Like, she was like, fine. I, I personally didn't care for her performance. I thought the film was like, it's like a decent performance, but I didn't think it was amazing. But Jessica Chastain should have won. Jessica Chastain, I haven't seen the other three performances. I haven't seen House of Gucci, Lost Order, or Spencer yet. So, I can't. But like, of the two, Chastain was the better performance, and she should have won. But she's not... She's not winning the Oscar now. And Tifa, I don't think this means Nicole Kidman is winning for the Oscar. Unless, you know, we'll have to see it. Yeah, Critics' Choice and Screen Actors Guild and all these various awards shows. Because maybe Nicole Kidman could be the new frontrunner for Best Actress. But, like, (coughs) I don't want it to be her. Because, like, she was, like, I mean, I personally thought Javier Bardem was the better performance in that film, honestly. I genuinely thought Javier Bardem should get, you know, a ton of awards recognition for this, but he's not going to because his name isn't Nicole Kidman and he's not, you know, the one people are pointing towards. And it sucks because, like, he was good in it. He should be getting more awards love. Jessica Chastain should be winning these awards but she's not going to and it sucked because she is such a good actress and you should be getting all this awards love and i'm just getting really annoyed because this happens every year because awards a lot of award ceremonies are stupid and they pick the wrong people to win and it sucks but it's fine it's the golden gloves they really don't matter a lot of the time we have best motion picture uh, West Side Story won for musical or comedy. That was pretty much guaranteed to happen. West Side Story is probably the biggest front runner to win Best Picture at the Oscars. It won't. It will be between Power of the Dog and Belfast. But it's the closest of the other nominees because Cyrano is not getting in. Don't Look Up isn't getting in. Licorice Pizza is probably going to get nominated for Picture. Is not winning. And tick, same with Tick Tick Boom. So West Side Story won. I have not seen it. I've heard it's rather good. And I am planning to go see it. I just haven't got around to seeing it yet. And then Power of the Dog winning for Best Drama. I personally preferred it. And of the four nominees, of the five nominees rather, for Best Motion Picture, uh, Coda is the best one and should be winning. Uh, I, I'm just being honest. Coda should should have won. It's the best one of those, of those nominees. Like King Richard I liked. I talked about it. I've talked about all these films. Belfast is is the weakest of the nominees. Dune is overrated. I I think it's like fine, but it's overrated. King Richard is in my was in my top ten of the year, and it's very good. Uh, Power of the Dog was also pretty decent, but Coda was like of these nominees the best film and should be winning for best picture, but it's not going to because it's not, and it sucks too because it's not even they're not. They also didn't give Molly Matlin a nomination for supporting actress. Amelia Jones is not getting in awards contention, which sucks because she's one of the best performances of the entire year. If I'm being completely honest, Amelia Jones is um is was fantastic in it and should have been nominated, but they decided not to nominate her <clears throat> because stupid. She didn't like, and it sucks because she didn't even get in that Critics' Choice, and I thought she could get in that Critics' Choice, but no. They are just not nominating Amelia Jones, and that really, really sucks. 
Anyway. That was the Golden Globes. <laughs> Sorry. That was the Golden Globes. Golden Globe winners, rather, for 2022. It was mostly pretty predictable. You know, most of it was it was a bit up in the air, but overall it was a pretty predictable night of awards. So, thank you all for listening to this week's episode and yeah, I will keep doing this for other major awards ceremonies. I probably won't do Emmys because I don't watch enough TV to be really invested in that and to keep up with it all. But I will do this for Critics' Choice. When those awards happen, I'll do it for Screen Actors, go to those nominations and the awards happen. For BAFTAs and finally for Oscars. But for Oscars, I'm going to do like a full proper episode discussing all the best picture nominee- nominees. And yeah. So thank you all for listening to this week's episode, and I will see all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye.